Alright, so I want to discuss something that comes up fairly often from like the black pillars and everything. But I feel like even a few of my boys might be wondering this. So a concept that me and a bunch of people really, but uh, Chris from the YouTube channel First Man has really like ingrained this into me. Is that, and also Rollo Tomasi as well with SMV Graph. Men peak in life later than women. And it's like a common fact. Women seem to peak in their sexual market value age, like 23 to 25. You know, like mid-20s, they've kind of like actualized their sort of sexual attractiveness. They, they know that they're hot, they're living a good life and everything. That's like the age that most men find them attractive. They're also not just like totally, you know, young 18 and just kind of stupid or anything. So by about age 23, she's still really, really beautiful, but she's also got like a bunch of like life experiences and, you know, maybe she's worked a job. She's got like a sense of like humbleness, gratitude, and she's got a little bit of like confidence and everything. So... That's about the, the time in a life which like women seem to peak in terms of sexual market value. Of course, they can peak in like other areas in like happiness or something later on, right? And sexual market value for men is way later because we seem to have a bunch of different attractiveness traits for women. So women aren't just, just attracted to looks. It's definitely important, especially when you're young as well, when you're 18, it's like, you know, it's the only thing that people care about. It's like your TikTok jawline and shit. But as you get older and you're like dating girls who are like mid-20s and everything, yeah, they still care about looks 100%. You still got to be attractive. But like now they start to care like, you know, is this guy ambitious? Has he got a good personality? Is he confident? Is he dominant? Is he a leader? Has he got like a good job? Has he got a good career? Is he business? You know, all this like loads of different things. And so for men, we seem to be like 35 to 40. So this is generally accepted by a lot of people online. But then of course the black pillars, but even I think a bunch of my following might critique this because they'll be like, okay, but if men peak at like age 35 or 40, why are so many 40-year-old men sexless, depressed losers? That's just kind of obvious, so I don't think this video really needs to be long, but, like, I've seen this question come up, and they're like, oh, you know, but, like, look, like, men aren't having that much, like, sex with, like, new partners and everything. You know, you couldn't be a 40-year-old sleeping with a 25-year-old. You absolutely can. It's just that most men, most men, any age, are fucking losers. It's just how it works. Most men at any age are losers, whether that's at 18, whether that's at fucking... 15 or if that's at 30 or 60 or whatever age most men at most ages are losers so the issue is that most of the men that you've seen who are age 40 you're not going to see many like successful single still guys who you know who are like getting girls who are still confident in shape because most men are just fucking losers most men start drinking fucking beer and pints and go to the pub like in the uk like they go to the pub and like get drunk and everything and you know, it's okay to do that every now and then, but it's fucking sad. And like, imagine you start doing that when you're 18 or a lot of people here start at fucking 16 and 15 and shit. And you do it once a week, couple times a week, couple times a month, every single month for like fucking 15 years. So of course then you see men who, you know, 25, let's say they're 28, they're roughly average or anything, you know, like a decent job. They've got like an okay car, you know, they're somewhat like doing okay. Then eventually get a girl who's like, He's kind of like ugly, the girl's kind of ugly, but you know, like, oh, we found true love and everything. And then, like, you know, they get married, house, kids, mortgage, car, whatever. And then divorce 10 years later on average. And then, okay, now the guy's 40, he's broke, he's lost everything in the mortgage and everything. And like, he's depressed as fuck, he's like stressed as fuck, he's missing sleep, he's got a shit job now. And, do you know what I mean? So, you can see how it plays out. You can see how most of the 40 year olds you'll ever come across are going to be total fucking losers because it's. It's just the way of the world. The thing is, I could change that number 40 to any number. Most of the 25-year-olds you'll meet are losers. But it's this specific thing of like this disbelief that a lot of people online have because it's this thing about, no, no, but, but, but Hamza, men don't peak at 35. You know, it's not going to get better because look, look, there's loads of 35-year-olds who are, who are broke and sexless and everything. They're still losers. 
but that's because they haven't done the right thing. I think me and Chris perhaps need to clarify this. I don't think we will. To be honest, we probably won't. But like, like it might be valuable to some losers if we clarify this. Like, oh yeah, like when we say things like you know, like we peak later in life. You know, like you're, you can get girls if you do self improvement. That the idea is like, yeah, like if you do the work, if you do the right things, I've got like it's common fucking sense. But some people will say like, no. But like Hamza, look, I'm I'm almost 35 and I'm still a fucking loser. We're like, bro, like you're fat. You've been drinking for the last 10 years. What the fuck's wrong with you? You sleep like six hours. Oh, I don't need sleep. Shut the fuck up, bro. Dumb cunt. Oh, mental health is gay. Shut the fuck up. No, that's why. Bro, it, it's on you. If you see some like 35, 40 year old who's like a loser, bro, it's, it's on him. This, this isn't like a problem with the framework that we're giving you. This is just the fact that people aren't playing the same game. They opted out a long time ago. They chose instant gratification over delayed gratification. In their 20s, they still fucking coped. Oh, video games are fun. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm not an alcoholic. Shut the fuck up. You will get what you deserve. So if you end up being a 40-year-old loser, bro, it's because you did the actions to deserve that 100%. Of course, you know, some dramatic, you could be mortally disabled or something, but like, we're going to assume you're part of like the 98% or 99% of people, which like nothing like, you know, weird fuck, fucky stuff happens, right? You're going to be part of like most people, right? You deserve what happens to you, bro. You 100%, you deserve the life that you, you end up with. But a lot of people get confused with this topic because they're like, no, Hamza, like men, to Chris, like, no, no, men don't get better at age because, you know, most men over 35 with their obese. And well, yeah, what the fuck? Like, you still have to do the work, bro. I think it's very valuable. No one's probably going to do this. But I was going to say, like, you should, like, you know, go get exposure to the men who are doing good. But it's kind of like they'd be invisible to you because we're fucking spurgs compared to them right now. Imagine the 40-year-old millionaire man who's, like, still sleeping with 25-year-old beautiful women and everything. He's got, like, a beautiful girlfriend or something, successful business and everything. We're never going to see that guy right now. You know, you might do everything if you're, like, in that industry or something. We're probably not, right? So this is where the disbelief of young men comes from. It's because the only 40-year-olds that we actually see are total fucking losers. But at the same time, you've got to realize that every fucking guy that we see are losers anyway. My mind truly changed when I joined the, the gym that I often speak about. It's 10 times more expensive than gyms around here. And it's really fucking weird. It's 10 times more expensive. It's literally like 100 pounds more expensive. So most gyms here are like 12, 15 pounds or something. This, this gym's like 120, 130, something, right? So it's 100 pounds more expensive per month. It's like three pounds per day. It's like, maybe it's my privilege or something, right? But I don't think it's like that much expensive. When I tell people the price... Like, that's what happened to them. I tell people the price, like, they ask me, oh, how much is it? And I, even when it, I was on the cheaper membership, I was on, like, one of the, like, the other ones, and it was, like, £70. It, they'd be doing this shit, like, not even, like, taking the piss or They'd be, like, taking it back without realising, like... But <laughs> I don't know what the point of that was, just to insult these broke motherfuckers, but... <laughs> inside this gym, obviously, it's, like, a premium gym or anything, and the amount of, like, high-standard older men that I've seen is insane. Now, of course, there's a bunch of older men who still look like, no offense, no, truly no offense to them. I'm just going to like say this unfiltered. They still kind of look like bad. You can tell they haven't truly been taking care of themselves. They just kind of like have signed up for the gym and everything. But there's a bunch of guys, bro. There's a fucking bunch of guys who are like good looking. They're old, I'd assume like late forties or something. Fantastic shape. Like there's guys who are like way fucking stronger than me who are like in better shape than I am. And it's so weird. Like they, they seem to know a lot of the girls there. So I didn't really like truly, like I kind of believed this thing of, you know, men peak later. 
but I had never seen it. I just kind of like visualized it and just, you know, it seemed realistic up until I joined this gym. Now I fucking see it. One of the first few days I'm seeing like this guy come in. He'd like the Instagram model girls, like all of them like knew him. Now, you know, he might just be friendly, who knows, but it's like, it really does show you, like, you're not going to see something like that in your normal life right now. It's just something to keep in mind. It's important to know where your belief is on this, because sometimes, you know, I feel like I overlook things like this, you know, like, oh, you know, self-improvement and life plan and everything, but this is fucking important. Like, this is one of the most important things, like, the most important things we're doing is, like, lifestyle design, life setup, life plan. Because if you have this total belief that you can just keep, like, you know, working on the right things, years of fitness, years of meditation, improvement, reading and everything, years of business and finance, years of confidence, social skills, game, all this, right? If you know, if you truly believe that you can improve, if this really brings so many important questions that most men never, like, ask themselves or answer, and you might be one of the very few men who actually actually like take the opportunity to stare at a fucking wall and answer like answer this question for you. What do you want your life to look like? If you have the confidence that you are going to be better now in 15 years than you are now, let's say you're 20. In 15 years, your life is going to be infinitely better, unrecognizably better than it is right now. How would you do things differently? Because the, there is a big chance, a big chance that you will still go on to live a normal life and you'll still do the whole thing of like marriage, kids, mortgage, age 28. Just like on average with like everyone else. Unless you have this ingrained in your mind that you know for a fact under the, let's say you're 28, 27, you know for a fact another 10 years, you'll still be way, 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 way better. So you wouldn't think to like settle down at that point. I haven't done too many videos like this and I could, you know, potentially try and like get into it and everything. Just go watch First Man's channel. If you binge a bunch of his videos, um, yeah, you know what? I, I, I usually make, I've made this channel quite low effort where I don't have to like, you know, change the description or anything. I literally just write the title and upload the video. But for this video, because I think this is fucking important and for maybe there's like a couple hundred guys who are still watching right now because literally these videos, like they, they get views and everything, but like 9% of people watch them after like a few minutes because there's no editing or anything. Um, so there's probably a few hundred people, a thousand people who are like really, really interested in what I'm talking about right now. What I'll do, I'll go onto Chris's channel and there's like a five, ten videos that really ingrained this idea into me and it's like, it's completely reshaped my entire life, honestly. It's completely reshaped like the life I was going to live. And I think it really does start with belief. If you have like the growth mindset, if you have this mindset where like, yeah, like, of course, like if you believe you can become successful in pretty much every industry, every job, everything, then you're on the same level that I am and like Chris is. Everyone is going to come up with like fantastic excuses. Like, no, Hamza, you, you couldn't become an astronaut or, a, you know, some, some bullshit. But it's like, if you have this thing of like, yeah, like if I wanted to be a author, I could. You know, if I worked hard and I, you know, I, I googled how to be an author and I reddited how to, you know, how to be a better author, how to learn, how to tell story, yeah, I could probably could. If I wanted to learn how to be a gardener, I could. If I wanted to learn how to be a boxer, I could. Do, do you know what I mean? If you have the same, like, if you don't have the same belief as me, like, I feel, honestly, I feel very, very sorry for you, but, like, because it's not even your belief. This is a separate video, but it's not even, if you don't believe that you can do anything, like, you've got to understand, like, that isn't your belief. That's, like, the belief that stayed inside of you from childhood because your parents didn't fucking love you in the right way or something. 
you know, my, my dad beat the shit out of me, bro. But one of the things I'm like, I'm so fucking grateful is that like, he didn't raise a pussy. Like, he didn't, no, to be honest, he raised a pussy, but like, he didn't raise like a fucking unambitious man. That's like, I'm so fucking grateful that like, the, the beatings I got was all about, and you know, the mental trauma I got was all about kind of like safety and anxiousness and everything. But I'm so fucking grateful that I didn't turn out to be like a lazy fuck. And I didn't turn out to be like an unambitious guy who didn't believe in himself. Because that's fucking worth, bro. Like, worse, bro. I get anxious thoughts. I think motherfuckers are literally trying to stab me. I think, like, people are literally, like, out to fucking attack me because of the shit that I went through as a child. Like, that's, like, my belief system, right? And, then, you know, obviously I'm trying to make progress and everything, but that, that's what my mind believes. But I am so fucking grateful that I'm not a guy who, like, just thinks, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't get that girl. It's fuck that, bro. I should make a separate video on, like, belief. I think it's literally the most important topic that, like, we're barely speaking about. I've spoke about a fair amount of this, this channel here. But if you are one of the few men who believe that, yeah, this is true, like, I'm going to keep getting better with time and time and time and time. It's so fucking important for you to be, like, placing this, like, at least, a ver very least, like, rough idea. You don't have to go full autistic and write, like, a life plan of exactly what you're going to do at age 37.5. But you should just roughly think, like, yeah, when would I, like, somewhat want to meet, like, the woman that I have, ch like, kids with? Assuming you want to have kids and everything. When would I, like, you know, would be, like... That's such an important question, bro. I said, like I said this to a religious guy, right? He's my friend. I think he watches these videos as well. But we discuss like in-depth topics every now and then. And I told him, right, the issue with religion right now, I should make this, this video's got so many fucking different topics and everything, but the issue with religion right now is that, okay, you're not going to have sex before marriage. You're only going to get into like a serious relationship for marriage. But we're both in our 20s and it's too early for that. And it's very difficult to, like, stay single and, like, celibate in your 20s when you're so fucking, like, not, like, honestly, like, we're horny because it's testosterone, but, like, I'm, I'm horny for love in a sense. Does that make, like, does that make sense? Like, 100% I have a sexual desire, but honestly, the biggest thing that, like, when I visualize, like, fucking a girl, it's not about, like, you know, and, you know, you get those, like, sexual thoughts, like, multiple, like, honestly, hundreds of times a day for me, honestly. But very, very, very largely... It's, it isn't, like, the physical sensation I want from, like, sleeping with a girl. It's, like, the level of, like, connection and love that comes from it. And it's very difficult to not have that in your life and still be, like, a functioning man. Because love is, like, a fucking fundamental... Like, sex is there in, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Sex is a fundamental need next to breathing. Think about that. A psychologist, a world-renowned psychologist, puts sex as the most fundamental need along with breathing, drinking water, eating, and excreting. Along with breathing, he put sex. I'd like, I personally want to change that to like love because, uh, yeah, sex is like, you know, it's, it's essential for reproduction and everything, but like, it's very realistic to think, like, yeah, like, I don't need to have sex as much as, you know, I need love, as much as I need like water or to drink um, water or to like breathe oxygen or some shit. But I think love should be there instead of sex because I think that's what essentially like he, he was trying to like uh, come across with or something, right? It's that important. So it's really, really difficult to like not, to like abstain from that in your 20s. So the idea is, okay, do you go with society's sort of idea of, you know, like marriage and kids and religion and everything and do you get into the serious relationship in your 20s so that, you know, like you don't feel so deprived from it. But then the issue is that if you didn't get into that serious relationship in your 20s and you kept on working on yourself, you kept on growing, you undoubtedly, this sounds really like harsh to say, but you undoubtedly would attract better women 10 years down the line 
Like, I know that if you've got a girlfriend right now, I know this sounds fucking harsh, but just, you know, it's, this is fucking hard to do, right? If, you, if you've got a girlfriend and you do what I'm about to say, I've got fucking respect for you. But even if you're single or anything, right, just do this thing, right? Think about the girls who are into you right now. Think about a girl who, like, wants you. Like, you know, it's fucking sick this girl wants you, right? Just think right now, another 10 years, 15 years of fitness, another 15 years of self-improvement, of reading books, of educating yourself, Imagine 15 years of learning about fucking spirituality and philosophy and like developing your fucking virtues. Imagine the man you'd become and the finances, you know, all the real world type of stuff, like the money that you'll have, the lifestyle setup, the confidence, the the car, and you know, like everything. Imagine like, I don't think those things are like so big, but of course they would like, of course, co contribute to the women who are into you, right? But I'd say the biggest thing would be personality development and like you'd become like a fucking man, right? So imagine the woman who's into you right now at age like 20, 25. And then imagine the woman that you'd be getting at like age 35. It would not even be close because you wouldn't be close, right? You wouldn't even be, you would not be like the same person if you carried on with self-improvement. And so of course you would be 10 times better than who you are right now. And so you would expect that the woman you'd be attracting by that point would probably be 10 times better too. And this is such a weird, like, fucky thing to be thinking about, bro. This, this fucking pained my mind for months. Because I'm thinking, like, yeah, that sounds really true. I really, really want love and intimacy in a relationship right now. I, I want it more than fucking anything, bro. Like, I know a lot of, like, everyone, like, online disagrees and they say that it's not so important. Bro, it is to me. 100% it is to me. It's the most important thing of my life. 100% is, like, the love of a woman. 100% it is. I'm not even, like, 0.1% uncertain. I am 100% certain that's the most important thing. And, like, to eventually have kids and, like, raise the kids as best. That's, like, that's my core purpose. I know for a fact it is. To abstain from that for, like, 10 years to reach that point is fucking difficult. So what do you do? In a simple way, which sounds kind of harsh, it's like, we would be settling if we got into a serious relationship right now. It sounds very, like, unattractive, quite, like, hostile to say that's settling. But, like, what else could it be? If we get into a serious relationship in our early 20s, like, the woman, you know, this, okay, we're going to have kids with this girl, we're going to, like, grow old with this girl and everything. We would be settling. Because if we waited 10 years and we're, like, really, really on our shit, then we would be attracting the better woman with that. And you know, it sounds so like harsh to say it with maybe a girl who like hasn't done anything wrong and everything. But these are things that I really, really fucking think about. And it's making me like, I need to spend some time, more time journaling. I think I've journaled a lot about this shit, but I think this is like, I said this to this religious guy, right? I really respect this guy, he's a Christian. He's like a very, very good man. He's a good friend of mine. And we, our, like, we, our skin was fucking like, um, what's that term? Like, you know, their hair stands up. Cause I told him bro, like, this is the most important decision of our lives. I said, do you want to be a father? Like, that's going to be the most important thing. Like, that's going to be your biggest project. Yeah, like, said me too. So, the woman that we have kids with, that decision of, like, who the mother of our children is going to be is the most important decision we will ever make. Is it not? You might think, you might be different to me, 100%, you might be different, you might think like something about business or purpose or whatever, but for me, I know for a fact that my like sort of core purpose is about like raising kids in like a, the best untraumatic way that, you know, the, the shit I went through, that's like, I can tell that's my fucking life project right there. Of course, maybe later on it might be something else, but I can kind of see my life is leading to that moment, right? 
And so the biggest decision of my life from my understanding right now is the woman that I have kids with. Because of course, you know, I'm doing all the minute things. There's a small decision about, you know, learning to get more finance, to get more money, small decision about to get, you know, therapy. So I become a better father and everything. There's so many different decisions. But the one, like one singular decision that would be fucking huge is to make sure it's like with the right woman. And so you won't want the best woman or at least, you know, the 90th percentile woman of like who you could attract in your life in terms of her qualities to be a mother and everything. So if it is that important of a decision, how can we just sacrifice it for the sake of like, oh yeah, but we're, you know, we're 20 and we're like, I want to have sex right now. I want to have, you know, be in a serious relationship right now. Like I'm religious. So, you know, I can't do it outside of like a serious relationship or anything. This is such a straight, like hard topic for me because I'm going to be completely honest. Like I don't even know what the fuck to do then. I, I don't really want, like, I, I 100% I do get des the desire for, like, casual sex. And, like, sometimes I just want to be a degenerate. Sometimes I just want to, like, clap some fucking cheeks, bro. I say it to my boys and I'll, I'll say it to you. Like, I say it to my friends and everything on, like, Sam on Discord and everything. And so it's important that you really know that I still have that same desire, even though I very, like, much critique the casual sex life. Like, 100% I want to, like, clap some fucking cheeks, bro, 100%. But, of course, like, I know that it doesn't lead to a level of fulfillment and maybe, you know, not everything has to be fulfilling. Some things can be about pleasure and that's true, but it, I really do think casual sex, like a hookup with a girl, is quite soul-crushing dis, dis, soul and you might not understand it up until you experience it the same way that I have. But at least, so I'm saying it from my perspective, right? The idea is then, like, what the fuck do I do, bro? Maybe you can fucking give me some advice because I'm 24 right now. I am 100%, 100% certain that I am right in this plan of like, yeah, you know, the mother of my children, fine. Like when I'm about age 35 to 40, that's about the right time. When I've essentially, Chris had a fantastic, Chris from First Man had a fantastic analogy. He, he, was, uh, he was working in construction and he, he a random lesson from like one of his mentors or his boss or something where you know they're putting cement down and his boss told him like you can always add more but it's very hard to take away think about that you can always add more but it's very hard to take away you can always have kids a little bit later you know men, men can have kids like when they're fucking old and everything you can go through a lot of procedures like, you know in terms of like health and fertility and everything you can sort that shit out right but you can't take that away, bro. If you have a kid at like age 28, 25, 20, 22 or something, like you can't exactly take it away. You know, if, you know, there's things you can do, maybe an abortion if she gets pregnant, maybe a, like leave it for adoption or something. But like, come on, like you can't really take that away, bro. So you can only add, you can't take away. The idea is like, there's a lot that we want to go and like, you want to preferably go and experience as much of like the solo man as possible. Because once you've got that commitment, the partner that you're going to have kids with, maybe, maybe you're different to me. Maybe a lot of people are different. And I feel like Chris is different with this. But once I do have like the, the girl I know who's going to be the mother of my kids, like, bro, that's my, that's my woman, bro. That's my woman for like, hopefully for the rest of my life. Yeah. Maybe it's like fucking blue pill or some shit, but like that, the preferably, the preferable, um, thing would be that right that you stay together not so much that you know that's the one that's the one woman for me because i know the one doesn't exist but you know that's the best case scenario right so you'd want to live as much as like single life as possible you'd want to like travel solo and everything and like date this girl date this girl and everything you want to get a lot of experiences because you can't like do that once you've gotten into that serious relationship and i see a lot of men it's a very very sad reality i see a lot of men who didn't do enough of this who added in the kids and the, the house, the mortgage, the wife, before they really like rinsed the solo man life as much as possible. And then these are the guys who cheat. These are the guys who like actually like, you know, they like, you know, they do things for their family, but they don't kind of like really like their family and everything. Because there was more that they wanted to live out on. 
this is like a father who like doesn't really want his kids and everything. So I'm like I'm confused in terms of like dating right now. So I know this is kind of different, but I feel like it is some, somewhat relevant. Okay, so we've all established, you know, the peak comes at like 35 to 40. That's the best time to have kids and everything. So what do we do, boys, like right now? Let's say we're all about age 20 to 25, something like that. In terms of dating, what do we do? I'm a bit scared to date and, you know, like open up to the level of like serious dating and relationship because I immediately you start talking about like kids and everything. And I love that conversation. I love like, you know, like thinking like, fuck, I'm going to have like children with this girl. But those thoughts just keep popping up. And it's like, <sighs> you said you would wait and the life would be 100% better if you wait. So it's this idea that like, you could date right now, but like, not make it serious but it's a bit like another girl would want to be and you probably would want to imagine you fall in love with the girl and you've got this thing in your mind of like no but like uh, uh if i if i wait then it might be a better girl in 10 years it's a very like fucky mindset to have but it's like it's something that's worth addressing and i know that you know i, I value love more than everything but at the same time it's like oh, it's kind of like you're comparing the love of the woman that you've got right now compared to the love of the potential woman who would be like the best one that you'd have in the future. And it's a very, very like, it's a very like overwhelming thing to be debating about like, oh, but what if like, you know, the, the real mother of my kids was going to come in a few years time. Like, cause she, that woman, the woman I really want is only going to be attracted to me after like another five years of my development of like becoming more of a masculine man and a leader and learning more about like humility and, you know, like good virtues and cheerfulness and all this stuff. Like, so what do you really, this is why I think it's so like easy to feel like, oh yeah, what if you just kind of like stay single, but then, you know, you're going to be horny and everything. So what if you just stay single, but then you, you're into casual sex, but then casual sex is like bad for you. What if you're like single, but then you like don't date girls, don't really have casual sex, but like, you know, have sex like repeatedly with like the same girl, like friends with benefits. You're truly like friends, you go on dates and everything. You're just not really exclusive. Like what the fuck do you do? There's so many different things. Like one of the random, I like I'm, my mind's been fucking rinsing ideas for this. One of the random ideas was like a oh, polygamy, where like you can have one man like multiple girls and everything, and it's like you can date them. And I've, maybe it's not realistic for a lot of guys, but I feel like like I could imagine that being a realistic scenario. I haven't wrapped my mind around it to think if it's like a healthy thing or not. It probably isn't, but it's like what do you do for the the need of like love sex and intimacy for like 10 years if you're going to be waiting you know if you're thinking no i want to focus on like my business my goals and everything so you're going to not seriously date for like 10 years like what do you do it's actually such a like a interesting conversation topic isn't it like well, what would we do like is casual sex that bad because you know if we get if we date seriously we meet a girl that we really like then our entire life future is going to change so it's it's really fucking interesting. I really hope that this video gets like bare comments. You guys just tell me your like your opinion on this, what you think. You give me some advice and just ask each other questions and everything because I think this is like this is so incredibly important to discuss. I'm so so interested to see like the comments and the discussions. I'll, you'll see me like active on this as well because this is like probably the main thing that I've been like thinking about recently. Sweet. Yeah, please leave some comments down below. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah.